Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Ellie, for the Ellie Susanna podcast. Uh, yeah, so we all know that right now we're kind of going through this ish called coronavirus, and um, it's caused a lot of panic, understandably, and a lot of anxiety, and um, this has also caused a lot of us to be online for the rest of the semester, either in college or in high school, or you're working from home, um, which is a lot different than having a place to go every day. I know for me, it's very important to have a place to go every day, but now it's just kind of, we're all in quarantine at our homes. And so, um, just wanted to address that because that is a very relevant thing right now. Um, but hopefully this will bring a little light to your day. Um, today I have brought my roommate Maggie in to talk about influence and how it causes growth. Um, Maggie say hi. (laughs) Hi. Um, so Maggie, uh, I think we met my freshman year. Freshman? Yeah. I think so. I can't remember where, but I know we met freshman year. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. And then we became roommates. Yeah. Somehow. I don't... I, we were, like, better friends sophomore year. Yeah. Like, we got to be good friends sophomore year. I yeah. Feel like. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yes, we're roommates. Fun fun <laughs> fact. Um, She lives on the top floor. I live on the bottom floor. We have two other roommates. They could not be here today. Very sad, but it's okay. Um, And... Oh, tell us about yourself. I forgot that. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, fun fact major. Yeah. Um, something. Well, favorite like color. Ellie said. <laughs> favorite color. Like Ellie said, I'm Maggie. Um, I'm from Nashville. Fun fact is I am from Nashville, but I hate country music. <laughs> Cannot. I'm like the least country person you know. Most people don't believe me when I say I'm from Nashville. Um, what else? Uh, I'm double majoring in marketing and in anthropology super fun Fun. love learning about people (laughs) you like she likes people yeah passionate about people (laughs) that's and it's yeah yep that's and that's that's maggie (laughs) um awesome uh sorry y'all i haven't done this in a bit so a little off and (laughs) it was also just spring break so i'm just like not in the mindset but we're gonna take a break and be back with our first questions woohoo And we're back. <laughs> okay, Maggie, mm-hmm. first question. What influences you? Now, this can be anything, yeah. and it can be a lot of things. It can be anyone, a place, a photo, a song, your face, oh, gosh. your people, me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a broad question. I feel like that covers, like, there's so many things that influence. <laughs> For one, definitely the people who I would say are like in my inner circle like closest friends Ellie being one of them um and that definitely is like those friendships that are centered around faith and like following the same God and I would say those are the people that influence me the most for sure um are the ones who I know I can turn to and are going to give me biblical advice and just like love me as Christ does um but I also think like 
the Bible, huge, probably the biggest influence in my mm-hmm. life, like devoting time every day to being influenced by that, even on days when I don't want to get up and devote time to that. And I'm also, I don't know, I'm a big nature girl. So like, I feel like <laughs> love hiking and like, I don't know, I feel like that's like a time when I feel really close to God is being I'm outside. Sorry. I'm laughing because this earlier this week, we went to the barn and we rode horses. <laughs> and Not a I, nature girl in that way. If you know that, you if you know me, you know that I'm a horse girl, I'm but seeing Maggie girl. on a horse is very, girl. very off-brand. No. No. <laughs> I love being outside, but I'm not a horse girl. She likes hiking. <laughs> yeah. You like hiking. Hiking is your thing. Horses, yeah. horse, horses. Yeah, are I love seeing the beauty of creation. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we also did a hike and that was hard, but <laughs> it's okay. I made it. It's fine. We didn't pass out. We didn't like yeah. get asthma or anything. Exactly. We're good. Got a good workout in. <laughs> um... Okay, kind of like a, another step onto the onto the deep question yeah. scale. Um, how do you wish to influence others, or do you even want mm. to influence p- others? Yeah. And then how? Totally. Which I already asked how, but it's okay. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it's hard because we were talking about – I was talking about this with Montana, how, um, how it's, like, easy – to want to influence others but at the same time not want to be like an idol to others oh totally yeah that's a good point i thought of that (laughs) um yeah i mean i think on some level everyone wants to have influence in other people's lives but i think that as i became a believer and like have grown in my faith my desires for that influence have changed Mm -hmm. and become more in line of like if i obviously i know i can be prideful and at times like want people to just like me but deep at the core of like I just want people to see Christ in me and like Mm -hmm. like leaving a legacy of like leading other girls in their faith and it yeah I think that's so true though of like knowing the line for yourself of like hey like if I like I don't know there's times where I could be trying to pursue and make myself an idol but like always like going back to the true core of wanting to live like Jesus and for girls to see Jesus in me not myself and leaving an influence in that way which can be hard at times for sure (laughs) it's yes not to say that it's easy (laughs) I think like relying on prayer is so huge in that and not something that I'm always it's something I want to grow in is prayer because I think like yeah ultimately like we plant seeds and God grows those seeds and so like having prayer and that influence but also I think just like if you look at the Bible like Jesus just spent time with people and Mm -hmm. loved being with people and I think it's really easy to get into the mindset of like okay I have to have all these like right methods and do the right things Mm -hmm. to influence someone but truly like Jesus just just loved people people yeah he loved people so well and Mm -hmm. I am such like a task-oriented person (laughs) and like love to check things (laughs) off a list and so it's really easy for me to get so focused on my busyness and what I need to do and to forget about just like spending time with someone getting Mm -hmm. to know them and loving them because I think that like and Jesus clearly knew that ultimately would lead to having a greater influence in someone's life than checking off all the boxes yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was a tangent but (laughs) no it was great it was a great tangent we love tangents here um dang so you talked about um like you want to influence others in a way of leading them to Christ what does that look like yeah some t- on like a generic scale <laughs> on a generic yeah 
Well, I think... Because oh, everyone's one, different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone is so different. I think for me, well, one that's changing right now because of coronavirus and we're not on campus. Exactly. But I think in a normal scenario, when, like, I'm on campus, it's, like, one, I love, like, pouring into younger girls and so, like, using the different things I'm involved in on campus, whether that's, like, my sorority or sumo like christian organization like whatever like avenue on campus i have to like get to know younger girls like being intentional to like like especially i think first semester in the beginning of the fall was like taking girls to dinner just having them over at our apartment for like Mm -hmm. movie nights and really building that relationship Mm -hmm. and then like having an established like trust and relationship with those girls and like having like conversations about god but then i think eventually like really sitting down with them and like clearly presenting the gospel to them of like hey like are you a believer? Like, what do you believe? This is what the gospel looks like. And because I love you, I want you to like know these things mm-hmm. and like trust in God as well. But I think like a book I was <laughs> reading earlier today actually was talking about like, as like wanting to lead someone as a believer would look like setting an example for them in your own life, but mm-hmm. also like being intentional with that one-on-one time and like showing them what it looks like to spend time in the Bible or what it looks like to love other people or like being an example of also instructing Mm -hmm. i don't know if any of that made sense (laughs) what what is the book called for our level oh yeah um couldn't remember off the top of your head let me give me like two seconds (laughs) okay (laughs) oh my gosh i just had it on the tip of my tongue (laughs) was it the praying one no it's about making disciples Shoot, if I have my phone me. making disciples. It's like how to how to make disciples. Ugh, I wish I made fun of me and I could look it up. The lost art of disciple making. There, there we it go. is. It's the lost <laughs> art of disciple making. Cool. There you go. <laughs> I actually has a lot of great methods in it. <laughs> That's really sad. I've been reading that book for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. She accidentally was it the one that you read the wrong chapter the yes, other day? Yeah, it was. It was. But it's okay. They were both good chapters, so that's good. Just learning more. <laughs> that's good. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Be back soon. Okay. Okay, and we're back. I'm sorry. I've really been loving the radio voice. I I posted an Instagram this week about um about washing your hands and corona and all of that and i like put little like the little asterisks and did like read in radio voice or something like that and i just got i got a kick out of it have my own caption (laughs) i just like could not every time i read it to myself i just could not stop laughing it was funny funny. made me laugh too it's funny my sister texted me and said it was funny so it was obviously very funny (laughs) um but yes okay back to (laughs) back to this um we're gonna talk this next question is like your topic for okay. this episode um which is does growth stem from influence or do influences such as family friends or instagrammers or um your faith or song or music or well, song and music are the same thing or like art or anything um cause you to spur nope cause you to grow or help spur you to change mm-hmm. something about your life for the positive that's kind of like another way to say it does growth yeah stem from influence I'm trying to rephrase <laughs> it's fine 
I mean... What do you think, Maggie? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think in a simple answer, yes, but in, like, a long-winded answer. Um, I mean, anything that you're, like, putting in mm-hmm. to your mind, whether that's, like, the people who you're talking with or the shows you watch, the things you look at, like, the songs you listen to, like, anything that you're putting in, like, it's influencing you one way or another, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, and if it's influencing you, it's either causing you to grow or it's not. I don't really think there's that as much of a there's not really a middle ground that like it's either helping you or not and yeah. I think like it's easy to forget that I kind of lost my train of thought what was the last part of the question uh does the sec the rephrase oh yeah yeah does help does it help you grow or help spur you to change something about your life for the positive oh yes 100% <laughs> I mean I think even if I just look at, like, the women in my life who are, like, closest Mm. to me, like, the people I live with, like, Ellie and our other roommates, or the girls who are in my Bible study, or the, like, my mom, those people are the ones who are, like, speaking the most into my Mm -hmm. life, and one, I think it's true, like, living by example of, like, the things that I see them doing encourage me to do the same, like, if I'm, like, looking so like, oh, that's a great habit, like, I should totally be doing that, too. Mm -hmm. I think that is a huge influence in my mm-hmm. life, at least. Um, yeah, and I definitely think, too, like, what you read, what you watch, what, like, mm-hmm. literally anything that you're putting in to your mind, like, it's influencing you whether yeah. you recognize it is or not. Uh, and what my One of the sayings my mom always told us growing up was evil in, evil out. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like whatever you read <laughs> or whatever you watch or whatever you listen to, like, yeah. For the longest time, when Taylor Swift came out with her first rap song <laughs> with that guy named B.O.B., <laughs> it was real, like it was taboo in our household. Oh and my gosh, it's hilarious looking back. But um, evil in, evil out is what my mom always said. That's so funny. That's such a mom statement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like every mom said that at one point. <laughs> oh, we will too someday. And probably. I didn't believe my mom when I was a kid, but Me now neither. I do. <laughs> I totally, I understand it now. It fully makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, wow, I really don't need to be watching this. This isn't helping me. <laughs> no, this is not. <laughs> or, or reading this. Yeah, or, or whatever. whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, You were talking about earlier how, like, um... You, like, you said certainly, like, you love, I love how you say words, like, certainly sometimes. <laughs> it just makes me, it's, like, very, very precisely spoken, Maggie. <laughs> um, she. <laughs> I like to write. Why can I say it? <laughs> um, Anthropologist in me coming out. <laughs> it's, like, you said, like, I certainly think that, um, or something about, along the lines of, like, uh how you want people to see you as like perfect or good or whatever Mm, yeah so like um do you want to give like a little background on a little bit of your story maybe a little totally yeah slide in there with the story and then (laughs) and then maybe talk about um how um you've grown from that or like how what has caused you to grow from not whatever oh yeah sure um I mean Ellie knows (laughs) most of these things about my life but um yeah I would say for most of my childhood like growing up going into high school I like wanted to be perfect in everything whether that was 
in my friendships, in my family, in sports, in grades, in my social life, like literally anything, I wanted this image of being perfect. Um, and that was, I would say in high school, I was like decently good at doing that. Like mm-hmm. I, my friends thought that I just never got upset about anything. And I was this super laid back person. <laughs> and she, yeah, uh, Ellie laughs because that's is not it, who I is am. Is it a 20 minute rule or what, what is it Dina yeah, made up? Yeah, I know. Our other roommate made up like, this thing where, she, where you're like, uh, yeah. Maggie needs like 20 minutes to like calm down, do her like upset thing and yeah. calm down. And then after 20 minutes, And then I can good. be rational again. Yeah. <laughs> but for those 20 minutes, I'm not rational. <laughs> But yeah, I literally, my life was defined by trying to put out a perfect image and it was, it was exhausting. And I thought I needed to like work my way in every relationship to like earn love, whether it was with God or my friends or family, literally anything. Um, and yeah, I think the biggest things that like changed that mindset is one, becoming a believer and realizing I never had a relationship with God. I just, like, had rules that I followed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, too, like, after becoming a believer, having women in my life, like um, the girl who led me to Christ, Charlotte, um, show me, like, they were vulnerable with me and, like, mm-hmm. were honest with me. And I have friends who are like that now who are honest with me about their struggles. And, like, for the first time in my life, I was like, whoa, like, who, why are you sharing this? Like, I'm not, like, <laughs> about to share, like, the intricate details of my life with yeah. you. Like, and I, I remember, like, well, one, I think, like, reading the Bible of, like, the people in the Bible are in no ways perfect. Like, mm-hmm. these, like, huge, like, Bible figures, like, people who are said, like, to be a man after God's own heart, like, are not perfect. Like, that was said about David, and he, like, had someone killed. Like, I mean, like, it's just, like, it was literally like yeah I think that was a big thing that influenced like me and recognizing that God never wanted me to be perfect he knows I can't be perfect um but then also like I I remember I was reading this book one time about it was about faith one way or the other and it was talking about how like people respond to compassion they don't respond to like um being robots and I like remember Mm -hmm. recognizing for the first time that like me trying to be perfect in my life Mm -hmm. wasn't human that like that's not human people aren't attracted to that people aren't like I just I was in no way going to be able to love the people around me well if I put up this perfect facade all Mm -hmm. of the time and pretended like nothing was ever wrong Mm -hmm. because that like people just don't respond to that they want to be known and that's like not being known if I'm not being honest about who I am and so I think yeah having like women in my life after becoming a believer who like showed me like they were honest with me first and then, like, now I am comfortable. It's, like, I mean, two years ago, I would have literally never gotten on a podcast and said all <laughs> these things to people who I don't know. I don't know. But um, so it's been cool. I think the biggest thing of just, like, God, like, changing my heart and recognizing that I am no one, like, I'm not going to be able to influence anyone or have a difference in their life if I'm not honest with them first mm-hmm. and, like, love them well in that way. Not to say that I am perfect, and there's certainly times <laughs> where I struggle with wanting to be perfect, as mm-hmm. Ellie knows, as mm-hmm. my roommate, and there's definitely times where it's hard, and, like, I want to fall back into that, but I think mm-hmm. every time going back to it, like, this isn't, like, real life. We, like, we're human and have emotions for a reason, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that's me. <laughs> I, no, yeah, yeah. Um, for And have emotions for a reason. I've been cool because sorry a lot of random sorry (laughs) i've started the sentence like five times it's fine um i've been reading 
the Bible, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been reading the Bible. I don't know why that was so weird. Um, but the other night I read James for fun. Um, yes, I read the book of James for fun. Five Great book. Great it, was, book. it was good. Five chapters. I don't know how many pages. Every Bible is different. Mine was like maybe three, four pages. <laughs> um, but it was cool because I was... James kind of, to me, summarizes like Romans through Ephesians or thus far. I mean, that's all I've read from Paul so far, so I'm working on it. Um, but in James, it talks about how, and at um, the conference we went to in January, mm, yeah. it talked about how um, feelings are important, but not like fact. They're like, like they're fully something that we are given as a gift to like emote feelings um and it is hard for some people like myself to emote feelings um but it is also something I've been working on and um I think it's just important to just note here that like um feelings are important but not something that you only take into account when like making a decision or like honestly making a decision is probably number one um because god gave you a brain a heart like a a mind a heart and a feel like feels (laughs) that's what my mom described it as but uh uh a noggin, <laughs> a oh heart, and a uh, and some feels to all like manage and take into account. Totally. Um, so like no one is like bigger than the others. Um, I don't know. Remember where I was going with that? I forget what you said that related uh, to that. <laughs> we were talking about. Oh no, I don't remember. I don't remember either. I I don't know. Um, oh, I was talking about, like, the import like, God gave us feelings for a reason. We oh, like, because I yes. just spent so long trying to hide mine. Yes. 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 Maggie and I both struggle with wanting to be perfect. Yes. Images of yes. Christ. It's a hard we one. are not. Christ was the only perfect image of Christ. Yep. So, uh, yeah. we're... Relying we're, on myself doesn't solve that. No. <laughs> um... And then, (laughs) his face. (laughs) That was funny. That was great. Um, Yes, just when when Maggie's parent was Maggie's dad was just looking for one of her dogs. Yeah, for context. (laughs) (laughs) For context, that's what was just happened. This is what happens when you have a family of six yes. people. You can never be alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. So, from your story and wanting to feel perfect and look perfect and yeah. all of that loveliness <laughs> that I, t- I know too well. Um, <laughs> just in the past year, that's what I've been struggling with. Uh, or, yeah. Um how did you start to like crawl out of that besides yeah i mean like you came into faith i guess freshman year freshman year yeah and then 
like what were your next like i guess action steps love people we love steps totally totally um and it's different for everyone yeah which is like also valid to say totally but like for someone who is maybe like listening to this and it's Mm -hmm. like dang like i'm the same way i feel that like i feel like i need to be perfect to everybody yeah or feel like i need to look perfect like what would you say to them like moving forward and trying to grow and definitely get out of that headspace yeah well i think for one if you are someone who wants to be perfect it's hard to realize that it's not an overnight change and so first of all and trying to take steps to grow out of that takes time Mm -hmm. and that's something that i hate at times Uh, yeah that's like (laughs) something to accept for sure um yeah i think first admitting that i had a problem (laughs) i sound like an addict but like admitting (laughs) that i had this desire to be perfect i mean aren't we all human we're addicted to sin so yeah that's true that's true but i think yeah admitting it was the first step of like going to the women the girls that i trusted and telling them um that i was struggling with that so i had mm-hmm. like other people what is it james five sixteen? god tells us to like confess our sins to each other so that mm-hmm. we can pray for one another mm-hmm. and so i think that was huge was having other people just like being aware of that and being able to speak into that in my life and like kind of call me out if i was doing things <laughs> to be perfect um i know for me too just because of some family stuff that happened in high school i like that first semester after becoming a believer was in counseling and that I don't think that's a step that everyone necessarily has to take mm-hmm. I just know for me that was I was in like biblical counseling and it really helped me come to terms and put to words that I wanted to be perfect and everything mm-hmm. I don't know if I really recognized that I did that before that before so that. having someone else like help me process through that mm-hmm. in a biblical way was super helpful I also just think the more time that I spent reading my bible because I remember so I became a believer it was like Christmas break a freshman year and then I went into my second semester a uh, freshman year of college and for the first time in my life I was reading the bible uh-huh. like I won't, I won't say perfect, like, every day, but, like, pretty consistently, like, spending time in the Word, mm-hmm. and it was, like, the more that I learned about God and, like, His love for us and just, like, who I was as a sinner, the more I just couldn't help but see that I was a sinner who wasn't perfect and couldn't mm-hmm. be, so I think that was big, too, in helping me recognize that also that I had a problem of, like, wanting to be perfect, and that was just, like, seeping into every part of my life. So, yeah, I think having people you can go to to help you and pray for you and help you process through that. Um, Yeah, going to God in prayer all the time about it because I just, like, as much as I – I think I recognize, too, that as part of wanting to be perfect, I was really good at changing my behaviors, and maybe for a time period I could do that, but it wasn't lasting. It was a temporary solution of, Mm -hmm. like, putting a Band-Aid over a wound that wasn't going to heal and so I think for the first time in my life recognizing too that I was immediately drawn to like quick fixes and would just like change my behavior but that didn't actually change the underlying issue of me trying to be perfect and so once again realizing that I couldn't do it on my own which is like so hard for me and I hate it's having hard for anybody yeah. realizing that you can't do oh, life yeah. on your own oh yeah and you have to have God's strength like yeah it's so hard like a great example for me was when I did work crew with Young Life. Yeah. Between my 
let's see, when was it? I think it was after, yeah, after my senior year of high school, I did work crew for Young Life at um, Carolina Point. Shout out to y'all. If any of you are listening, thank North you for Carolina, listening to my baby. podcast. <laughs> um, and it was there that I, I mean, like, there I honestly thought I had, like, a faith, but I, I kind of was faking it also. I mean, I, at the same time, like, I had the faith that I thought that would be, I thought was the peak mm, yeah. when, like, it's only now in college that I'm realizing, like, no, that was, like, a baby faith. That was, like, a baby faith. <laughs> it's always uh, room for growth. <laughs> always room for growth. Um, but when I was in that phase, um, I quickly realized that work crew is a lot of work. Yeah. You are working – if you're working as a server, which I was – uh, a server which is probably also the most in young life world it's the most coveted job of work crew that you could have it's the one where you get to meet the most campers and see all the campers and interact with everybody and um also hang out with summer staff which are the college students that, that volunteer as well um in the kitchen and i did not want that job i at the time was very shy and did not care about wanting to meet campers I just wanted to I would so much rather have cleaned their cabins than to serve them food um I ended up loving it by the way um <laughs> uh, I it was there that I really like turned kind of into an extrovert and like really kind of um became comfortable with myself but I also learned that um there's no way no way on earth that a high schooler can do over 18 hours of work in a yeah. day without God. Like, there's zero, there's zero way. Yeah. And without being um, angry or impatient or all of that, like, I mean, we were, we set up for breakfast, we served breakfast, we cleaned up breakfast, we set up for lunch, we served lunch, we served, I mean, like, we did the whole shebang. So, um, that's when I, like, kind of first realized, like, nope. This life is not something that I can do by myself. Yeah, definitely. God is a funny way of humbling us like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like, last summer I was at a summer program called Cleo. I feel like it, you learn, like, similar things there mm-hmm. um, at, like, a young life thing, I'm sure, and just spent the summer, like, learning how to share the gospel and, like, grow my relationship with God. And But I was also in this, like, other role that was all, like, servant-based and, like, helping set up, and it was the first time in my life that I – was like I am like not gonna make it through my days without like literally I kid you not because I was like getting up super early staying up really Mm -hmm. late like also I every morning would wake up roll out of my bed onto the floor I was on the bottom bunk of two bunk beds and literally start praying and asking God to give me energy for the day because I was like it was like the first time in my life where I was like I am not gonna make it through this day and I remember being like so stubborn at the beginning of the summer too of like I like did not want to ask the girls that I lived with for help Mm -hmm. and literally like I I distinctly remember it like sitting in my bunk bed one night trying to get all this like extra work that I had to do done and literally like close to tears like so frustrated that I was like tired I wanted to go to bed I had all this stuff to do and like one of my good friends who's so kind coming over to me and like being like hey like how can I help you You clearly need help and me just being like so stubborn and like looking at her and be like well I have to do this all on my own like blah blah blah, like whatever and like 
luckily she's a good friend and didn't she continued to offer help for the rest of the story (laughs) um and eventually it like helped me kind of process through of like I needed not only like especially God's help but also just like the help of the girls who are around me and my friends and Mm -hmm. that it's a a good thing to ask for help God gave us community for a reason yeah and that was yeah sorry that was another tangent but like it was cool Mm -hmm. that was like definitely the biggest thing I learned from that summer at Kaleo was Mm -hmm. learning to ask for help both from God and the people around me yeah yeah (laughs) um dang there was one other thing I wanted to say but I forget what it was um (laughs) Mm -mm -mm -mm. anything else you have noodling around your head about growth um, I would just say, like, everything you're putting in, like, it's influencing you one way or the another, and it's either influencing you for good or for bad, like, it's easy to think that we can, like, just, like, do something, watch something, talk to someone, and, like, totally ignore, but it's gonna have mm-hmm. an effect on you, mm-hmm. and so I think, yeah. I just thought of, yeah. Considering, actually considering, like, what we're allowing like filtering through what we're allowing to be put in our minds and I think an important which this is hard to say because I have definitely like had to lose friends before because just yeah if it's hard those people are influencing you in a way that's not healthy or just not super enjoyable then it's I don't want to be like the soapbox lady but (laughs) I don't think that that's a very fruitful life if you're just going along and your biggest influencers in your life are very like negative or very pessimistic or gossipy or whatever um definitely what is it that J- is it JP or Chang- Todd? JP always says JP. change your playmates in your playground. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a good point. And I yeah. know like at Clay we talked about like inner circle and outer circle of like inner circle, those are the people that you let in and who like influence you the most and you don't want that to be people who are like influencing you for the worst but it also doesn't mean that you have to completely cut those people out it just it just means means moving them to the outer circle and changing maybe the things that you do with them yeah yeah. how much you share with them for sure so like not letting someone influence you doesn't mean not being able to love them just changes what your relationship looks like exactly that's a good point i've been through some of those (laughs) i think we're all made up now I hope. I mean, at least on my end, I've forgiven and moved on, so. Yeah. And I've apologized and moved on. That's all you can do. Um, yeah, I think that's the hardest thing to, to hear and to say. Yeah. Is to say, change your, change your people you're hanging out with. Yeah. It's so hard. Because, and for me, this is, okay, so this is cool. This is cool. I'm going to change back to my positive voice now. Uh-huh. Um, This is cool. Because at the beginning of this year, junior year of college, I told my dad, I was like, I love my current guy friends, but they are just not, like, really being reciprocative or just, I don't even know if that's a word, but, like, there's something off here and I, like, 
they aren't really like growing like i don't see them growing and it's impossible and i was like and dad it's like it's impossible to find new guy friends in junior year of college like everyone's already set and settled in their own little crews and it's gonna and i was like it's gonna feel like high school all over again if i try to find new friends and in guys and in and just new a new friend group in general just not a new one just like more friends that i can turn to um in different times and he was like okay well i bet you by the end of the year you're gonna have new guy friends because i'm gonna pray for it i'm like okay so (laughs) i doubt you're right but okay let's fast forward to like january 2nd ish we're all at smc um i'm with i'm up there with stumo and it was kind of then and then also for my birthday that i realized like i (laughs) i have new guy friends no way (laughs) um and it's they're guys that grow and that i see them growing and i see them actively making a choice to grow and um in faith and in life and they exist (laughs) they uh, yes they exist (laughs) these guys exist no way (laughs) um yeah so that that was cool to be like to kind of have said having said that at the beginning of the year and then coming to the middle of the year and it being very true like hey like yeah i have a new kind of newer community of guys that like I hang out with and that are just like actively following Christ and actively trying yeah. to grow and like I thought that was impossible I thought everyone had their own like crew already but that's so not true like your senior like I know I have a, a friend he lives in Colorado now but like he his senior year totally changed his friend group like he just like was like no I'm tired of these people like I want to go hang out with someone else and just like totally did that and I was like <laughs> that's not gonna ha- like that is impossible I'm, <laughs> I'm so surprised that you did that but it is very possible to change your play playmates and your yeah. playground maybe not your playground if you're in a, I don't know depending on if you want to transfer schools or not or wherever you are job school high school whatever place um for me I love SMU so I wouldn't change SMU just for a new guy friend group <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah I don't know I just wanted to throw that in there because I'm like that's a very real thing that I've learned this year is like uh if you want to change your people it is very possible to yeah. you just have to do it actively try yeah you have to try you can't just not try you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um okay we're gonna take a quickie quick break and then get back to and wrap it up okay we are back um okay maggie we're gonna do some another kind of ish question and then two quick questions and then we're done okay um first off uh wait where'd it go oh what love so we've talked about influence and the growth thing and uh, your story and (laughs) um so what like what level of influence would you call healthy yeah so like how often i guess or however you interpret that question (laughs) (laughs) um well one thing i say is i don't i feel like 
it's that's a little bit of a gray area mm-hmm. it's not really a black and white answer mm-hmm. for every person this is like what this healthy is your healthy influence set. looks like yeah. because i think kind of like what you mentioned you and montana were talking about last time mm-hmm. on your podcast is true of like if an influencer becomes an idol in your life that is not healthy yeah but i think that also like for an influencer to become an idol in your life kind of looks different person to person and so i don't really know mm-hmm. if there's like a a black and white answer yeah. of like what that looks like yeah. but if some like i don't know when that influencer becomes like more important in your life than the ultimate influencer mm-hmm. than god then i'd say that's, that's a, a that's an issue, issue. <laughs> because it's one thing of like i mean at least like in christianity and in faith like god gives us those people to point us to him not to themselves and mm-hmm. so when we're looking at those influences influencers in our lives for who they are and not for who Christ is in them, then I'd say that's that's unhealthy. That's an issue, probably for both mm. of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I hadn't when I asked that just now, I realized how gray that question is. Yeah. Also because you pointed it out. But also because <laughs> like I've been asking that question and there's something about that question that like I really want to ask because it's like the healthy aspect, yeah. I guess. But it's also, like, a question that so varies from person to person. Yeah, So it's, definitely. like, kind of impossible to ask. But I also, like, want to ask it. So it's, yeah. like, a weird, like... That's cool to get different perspectives on it. No, that's fair. Okay. New question. <laughs> um, so what gets you up in the morning? Um... And then what keeps you up at night? <laughs> um, why well, say spending time with god is what gets me up in the morning thought it's just like become one a part of my routine most mornings and two like something i want to do most mornings not every morning i'll say <laughs> um so i think yeah there's many mornings where i'm laying in bed and i'm like my alarm's gone off and i don't want to get up but i'm like okay I'm, I'm gonna get up so i can like spend time with god um so i'd say that mm-hmm. for sure um i'd say my relationship with him is the only thing that's really given me like a true purpose in life but Oh, I don't know. It keeps me up at night. Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. um, nah. no. I don't know. I feel like I tend to worry really easily. So maybe like if I'm worried about something that like will keep me up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or no, the past. So I'm. It's our was last oh. week our spring break. And we've just been having conversations every night. Oh after yeah, that's we, true. But those but are fun, though. Those I are don't fun. consider that, like, a bad, like, it keeps me up. Oh, night. okay. Like, those are fun. Okay. I don't know. I love to work out, and I'm, like, Ellie and I are both, like, I cannot sit still for long periods of time, so if I go, like, two days without doing anything, I cannot sleep. I will, like, <laughs> be up for the entire night. I don't know if that's really what you meant with that question, but that is true of me. <laughs> <laughs> They're a very active family. I'll yes. tell you, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you that. I'll tell you that. They, this, this quarantine thing is gonna suck. It's gonna, it, it kind of does. It kinda does. We're finding ways to stay active. Yeah. It's like, except when you go outside, your whole neighborhood is also outside. Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> it's kind of hard to do the whole six feet apart thing when everyone's on the trails. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, dang. Well, I think that's it, y'all. But um, just want to round this out with... Um, telling Maggie why she influences me, which is, 
always so gushy and so uncomfortable so for me. Thing. <laughs> so not my favorite thing ever, but it's something that is tradition, so I have to do it. Um, ugh, ew, I hate this already. <laughs> you know I'm not um, a gushy person. Either, so. I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm in good company. It's good. Um, but okay, so uh, background. Our spring break was supposed to look a whole lot different. Yes. And because of Corona and travel things and California being shut down and anxiety and panic and all of that, which is totally valid. Yes. Um, our plans changed. And so it was supposed to be more of us roommates and then it ended up being two of us, which is awesome still. Which honestly I'm really thankful for right now. I'll say that. But. Yes. <laughs> Um, and so Maggie and I came up to Nashville, where Maggie's from, and we were supposed to go to another spot in Virginia, but that got pushed back and then eventually canceled, which is fine, understandably, to travel, panic, and all of that. Um, and so we spent spring break at Maggie's house, essentially. Um, or at the barn, or on a hike, or a walk, or <laughs> on the treadmill. We watched f- Fast and Furious like 4, four through 7, I think? Yeah. 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 I got it right. I cool. watched part of 3 the other day on my own, so I don't know yeah. if that adds to it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, if I didn't watch it, I don't think it counts. <laughs> I don't think it counts. I've never seen any of them <laughs> until, like, this trip, so, yeah. Um, but I think the most valuable part of this week were the uh post shower end of the day uh meltdowns or conversations at night every night um because although maggie's my roommate we don't live in the same room i have my own room um at our apartment and she has her room that she shares with our other roommate miranda on the top floor so there's like two floors dividing us but and it's so funny because at camp, on when we're on campus, we're always like, oh, let's do, let's, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's do something. Let's <laughs> hang out. And then we got a whole week together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's great. Um, and I've been, I'm, it's been awesome. But um, I think Maggie really is good about um, kind of being realistic, but then also like we're both, we both kind of struggle with being perfectionist yeah. or, um wanting like our image to be good or i guess yeah yeah. which is cool because i didn't know we had that in common until this trip oh yeah because i don't really share (laughs) i don't really share i don't know i i i share i share but then i yeah some going back to what maggie was saying about how she didn't really realize that until counseling i didn't either um and i know counseling's not for everybody Um, and I, I know it's expensive also, but if you can do it, I would say do it because I'm big advocate for counseling in general. Um, everyone has ish. It, it, spoken or unspoken there, it's somewhere. Um, and if you don't think you have ish, you definitely do. You definitely, um, but going back to, I keep, see, you see, I don't like sharing my gushy, ishy feelings because I keep avoiding saying it. Um. Because I'm not used to it. That's okay. <sighs> Basically, Maggie's the dopest because oh. she encourages people to ask themselves 
questions. She's not the asker of the questions. My other roommate, Tina, is the asker of the <laughs> questions. Tina, Maggie encourages you to ask yourself questions, which is even harder sometimes because you're just like, well, shoot, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also backed up by scripture most of the time, so it's great. Okay. Um, but it's... Well, please call me out if it's not. <laughs> it's... I, you know, you know that I like to call people out. Oh, yeah. That is the if thing. Some or not. <laughs> um, but it's been, I think, refreshing to really just, you know, also get to know Maggie better. Yeah. Which well, is I'll say ditto different. For you, Ellie. Ditto. Yeah. Mm. I've had that thought multiple times this week, though. I'm thankful that. Obviously, sad that this wasn't the trip we had originally planned, but mm-hmm. thankful that it turned out the way it did think our friendship grew in ways that couldn't have otherwise i wouldn't think that coronavirus would have brought but it did Mm -hmm. so there's that's at least one good thing yeah we're we're searching for ways i think all christians (laughs) i i think right now are searching for ways that this corona thing is good or how god is working through it but and we don't know the answer we're still praying about it but it is something that has brought us closer to so i think that's it um i hope you enjoyed this episode of la susanna podcast please make sure to subscribe on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen um if you're listening on apple make sure to um give a review that would be great (laughs) and if you want to follow me on instagram it's at la susanna and you'll find me there in my photography all of it so um yes that is all i hope you all are well i hope you are washing your hands and i hope you are self-quarantining so for the time being also if you want any more light um please like dm me on instagram let me know what you need prayers for or anything i'd love to keep you in my prayers as this season hopefully passes soon um and that is all maggie do you have anything else to say i think you're good but thanks for (laughs) this was fun (laughs) good (laughs) i'm glad it was fun okay bye y'all see us soon or listen hear me soon hear me soon that's just weird i'm gonna go now okay bye